0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. Both Mike and Mark Phillips sent me this story. It happened over there in the UK. A UK medical office mistakenly sent patients a text message with a cancer diagnosis. They sent it to a bunch of patients who didn't have cancer. And then later they said, oops, we meant to wish you a Merry Christmas. Little different message. So Ashley on wrote this for NPR, but widely reported uh, one man named Carl was getting in the holiday spirit by watching the movie The Santa Claus on Christmas Eve when he says he got a text message from his doctor's office diagnosing him with aggressive lung cancer. Aggressive lung cancer. He sat there in shock until he's able to show the message to his mother who also received the same text from an NHS no-reply number. So you couldn't hit reply back and go, huh? The National Health Service of England, the NHS, offers general practitioner services uh, at several of these offices, uh, which are the Askern Medical Practice in Doncaster. I hope I'm saying that right. Askern Medical Practice uh, mistakenly sent out the Christmas Eve text messages to patients saying they had lung cancer. Now, here's the thing. The message didn't come out and just say, you have lung cancer. But you'd get that from the text, and I'm going to read it to you verbatim. It's from a no-reply number, first of all. It says, from the forwarded letters at CMP, and then there's a name redacted, has asked for you do a DS-15 for the above patient. Diagnosis, aggressive lung cancer with metastases. Thanks. So it looks like somebody has forwarded the text that was supposed to, to go to somebody who does tests, but it was about the person who got the text saying that they have a diagnosis of aggressive lung cancer. And so you would get that inkling from that text that they were talking about you. After realizing he wasn't the only one to receive the message, Carl uh, began to question it, wondering if it was some sort of sick joke. Twenty minutes later, the same NHS no-reply number Texted out another message. Please accept our sincere apologies for the previous text message. This has been sent an error. Our message to you should have read We wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs> now, I can see how those two sentences sound so much alike, uh, but it, it does seem crazy that you'd accidentally send the other message. Now, obviously, somebody has access to the text system. They're probably using it on their phone, which they shouldn't be doing because you can get a desktop version where you can actually see things larger and not screw things up like this. And probably meant to send one to one specific person and then send one to everybody. But there's even some questions about that because the man here says that he has never received a message from the medical practice wishing him a Merry Christmas despite the fact he's been going there for 30 years. So... He's wondering if they actually intended to send the Merry Christmas, Happy New Year message at all, or or what. That sounds to me like, eh. He says, to me, that apology is not even an apology. It's kind of an arrogant, nonchalant hand-waving. A spokesperson from NHS refused to take any questions related to the incident and redirected NPR when they asked to the NHS email. So... They emailed them and did not get an immediate response. The initial message falsely diagnosing patients with terminal lung cancer asked them to fill out a DS-1500 form, which allows people with terminal diseases to claim certain benefits. So that's what I was curious about because it does say, from the forwarded letters at CMP, they've asked for you, do a DS-1500. And the DS-1500, if you looked it up, would be, oh, that's the thing you fill out when you're terminal. Which, which would not be a, a good bit of news either. While neither this man nor his mother were expecting a test result for cancer, others who received the same message were. It is not clear how many people the text messages were sent to. So as you can imagine, an office that sees people for all kinds of things has people in there for all kinds of things. When they send a message out saying, you've been diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. Well, if you had just been in there and uh, you've got stitches. I'm just picking a thing at a medical clinic, right? You went in, you got stitches. They stitched you up and you walked out. And you get an email saying you've got terminal lung cancer. Fill this form out. You'd probably look at that and go, I don't think they could tell that based on looking at my arm and sewing up my arm. Okay? But if you went in there and got, you know, chest x-rays, or they ran some kind of blood tests on you, you might think, gee, I don't know, maybe can they, can they diagnose that with blood tests? You know, I don't know. And keep in mind that most people tend to think quite highly of doctors and how much they know. I'm not talking about everything about doctors. I'm simply saying that if you get a message from a doctor, your first inkling is going to be, well, they're right. They're a doctor. And so the fact that this email got sent to so many people by mistake, some of these people would have immediately known, okay, this is not obviously meant for me. Okay, okay. But there'd be some people who would not have been able to make that jump. So it is not clear how many people the text messages were sent to. Um, But the man at the top of the story said he would not be returning to that practice after this incident. That kind of thing breaks people and drives people to despair, he said. He said he's not received further communication from the practice since December 24th, text messages. So he got the one message saying, they've asked you... Do a DS-1500 for the above patient diagnosis, aggressive lung cancer with metastases. And um, then they send another one, oops, we meant to say, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, we, we, <laughs> we can see how those two statements don't mean the exact same thing, but that was a mistake on our part. Um, so, you know, many people right now are wondering, okay, Steve, has it happened in America Uh, would you be able to sue for this? Could you sue somebody for this? And what would you sue them for? And so you start thinking about all of the different things that would be in play here. And the most obvious notion that will jump to many people's minds, you don't have to be an attorney to figure this one out, is some form of negligence. Negligence, right? The idea that, that you owe various people in our society duties. You have a duty to drive your car with caution, due care, drive your car safely, Right? And so if you don't drive your car safely and you hit somebody, that's called auto negligence, okay? So the negligence here would be the duty that the medical facility has to deal with you in a way that – now here's where it falls apart. They have to deal with you in a way that is what? Up to the standards of the medical profession? And then they're going to say, well, but sometimes mistakes get made. But you're going to say, Steve, this was an awfully big mistake, this isn't the same as I recently got a letter, for instance, that was addressed to me, and I opened it up, and inside is a letter addressed to somebody else, and I suspect that somebody's typing letters and f- putting envelopes, and, and they'd simply put my letter in their envelope and their letter in my envelope, okay? Mistakes like that happen, and, and do you file lawsuits over them? And so the question then is, does this negligence rise to that level? Well, there is a concept called the infliction of emotional distress. The infliction of emotional distress. For some strange reason, people will occasionally do things, whether intentionally or not, to cause other people distress. So there's intentional infliction of emotional distress and negligent infliction of emotional distress. So, intentional infliction of emotional distress is where somebody does something so outrageous on purpose, trying to scare somebody or trying to upset somebody. And, And once in a while, you hear these stories in the news where some neighbor is harassing another neighbor and they go so far beyond what's considered normal that it could be called intentional infliction of emotional distress. Now, some states don't recognize that as a cause of action, uh, whether it's intentional or negligent. Sometimes there's a distinction there, but some states do. And I've seen it applied in some situations where you go, wow, that, that to me seemed like a stretch. But let's suppose that you had gone into this hospital or this medical facility They'd run some tests on you for something and you're sitting at home right before Christmas and you get the text that says, you've got, in essence, terminal lung cancer. Fill this form out since you're going to die. I'm paraphrasing. You can't hit return and go, excuse me, is this meant for me? Because it's a no reply text number. And you're sitting there for 20 minutes or more. I think they said about 20 minutes though. Um, about 20 minutes later, about 20 minutes later, you get the message saying, oh, sorry, we meant to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. No lung cancer, no lung cancer. So you were probably terrorized for about 20 minutes. And that's assuming you saw the second text immediately. And so would you like to go through that 20 minutes of terror where you honestly believed you had just gotten a death sentence from a doctor? And what would that be worth? And so I'm not saying every single person who got this text could file that lawsuit and win. But I think some of them could. And it wouldn't be intentional infliction because it doesn't look like the medical facility did this on purpose. It was an accident. But it was such a horrific accident that it shouldn't have happened. And you wonder how it did happen. And like I said, it probably was somebody who was sending out a variety of text messages that day and they claim they had one they wanted to bulk send to everybody, Merry Christmas. And then they had the one they wanted to send to somebody who's got terminal lung cancer. But that mistake is huge. And that could, I believe, rise to the level of a negligent infliction of emotional distress. And your damages would be whatever the pain and suffering you suffer for 20 minutes. And you might say, but Steve, 20 minutes, come on. I'm not saying that it's a billion-dollar case. And I'm not saying that, again, that everybody who got that message should file the lawsuit. But I could see somebody filing that lawsuit with the right set of facts in their situation and possibly winning that. I could. But again, that's in America. What happens in England? All bets are off. Our legal systems are similar, but not identical. So it's a crazy story, and I can't imagine going through that for even 20 minutes. So there you go. Mark, Philip, Mike, thanks for sending it. A U.K. medical office mistakenly sent patients a text message with a cancer diagnosis, aggressive cancer. From NPR, Ashley On wrote it. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Latos Law. A hospital bed is a parked taxi with the meter running.